My series on the Arrowverse specials continue with showrunner Mark Guggenheim as he talked to reporters, including my colleague Tim Byers, who was there to cover for me at San Diego Comic-Con. And this is for season three of Arrow. There's an interesting exchange when they talked about what DC characters this series had access to. And I'm Tony Tallardo, and this is Sci-Fi Talk, the podcast on how sci-fi, fantasy, horror, and comics help us explore our humanity. You'll hear questions from other reporters as well. Now, it's going to be an interesting season. There are a lot of cool announcements that we'll talk about during the course of the show and have Mark Guggenheim comment on them. Uh, one of the things is Ra's al Ghul will also make an appearance. And actually, the funny thing was that Liam Neeson lobbied to play, but they actually cast another actor. Really, really cool stuff this year for Arrow. So what theme do the characters share for season three is the first question. And then there's a wonderful exchange between Tim Byers and Mark Guggenheim about the parameters about what characters that they can and cannot use in the DC universe because of the movies. That's a great question, actually, because usually it's hard to answer. Um, usually we always have a season-long arc for Oliver and a season-long theme for Oliver, um, and that theme doesn't impact all the characters necessarily. This year is different. This year the theme is identity. And, you know, it, it, the trailer that we released last night, you know, Man Cannot Live by Two Names, a lot of season three is going to be about can Oliver be Oliver Queen or the Arrow? Can he be both? Which one is he? The concept of identity. But what's cool about this theme is every other character on the show is going through the same thing. Every other character in the show, in the show is dealing with some question of identity. Who am I? What am I? What am I doing? Like, I'll give you an example. Uh, Detective Lance, or now Captain Lance, in, awesome. in the premiere, it's totally, totally cool. He's basically taking a desk job. And he's like, well, if I can't be a cop the way I used to, I used to be a cop, what am I? Who am I? You know, he's dealing with identity. Laurel's going to be dealing with this question of identity as she tries to walk the path that her sister, you know, uh, walks. Um, Thea, is she Malcolm Merlin's daughter or is she Thea uh, Moira Queen's daughter? You know, who is she? Uh, Dig, am I a sidekick? Am I my own man? You know, Felicity, am I more than just Oliver Queen's crush object? Uh, you know, do I have my own identity? All, all the characters are going to be wrestling with this in various different forms. It's like a diamond and we're looking at all the different facets through all the different characters throughout the season. And that, that to me is probably the most exciting aspect of season three because like I said, we've never really had that kind of uh, cogent, really clear theme running throughout the entire year that affects everybody, which is, you know, I think cool. More of my specials on the Arrowverse in just a moment. Last year at Comic-Con, it was really cool. You were talking about all the characters you get to play with. Like, you were talking about... Anybody heard of Brother Blood? Yeah, yeah. You got such a huge reaction out of that. that so who fun. do you... Thank can, you. Can you give us any sense of who you want to play with this year and what we might we might get a chance to see? Um, well, I'll I can tell you this. Uh, we're going to have Ray Palmer. Um, which is great. Which is awesome, and our plans for him are really exciting and fantastic. Um, and that already, I was like, wow, I did not expect to get a member of the Justice League. Like, that's pretty friggin' cool. We're, we could not be more excited. Um, then there's another character from the DC Universe who you're going to be hearing about tonight at the Great. panel. Um, so I can't spoil that, but that's super exciting. I'm not saying a word. And then there's uh, at least one, well, and then there's at least one other character who we haven't announced yet. 
uh, but we've already announced Katana. We've already announced, uh, you know, uh, uh, Wild, you know, Werner, uh, who is uh, Vertigo. Yep. Um, and there'll be others, you know, sort of along the way. But I think, I think, I, I personally am surprised by the corners of the DC universe that they're now letting us play in, and uh, I think other people will be surprised as well. You know, it's really interesting too because these are not going to be connected universes. The movie and the TV, and you made that. Well, Jeff made that really clear. By the way, thank God. Really. No, no, thank God he made that clear. Oh, you, Sorry, I want to be really clear, clear about that. Thank God he made that clear. It's just, it's, uh, you know, it, it was so hard to not know how to answer that question. So I'm glad it's just official and out there, and now we all know what the parameters are. Well, but we kind of know what the parameters are. So here's the follow-up is, are you restricted in, in, in any way, or do you get, is your sandbox as big as you want it to be? Well, you know, it's... Is this like Earth 1, Earth 2? Oh, it's a good question, actually. Um, by the way, how cool would that be if one day, like, they did a... Cri I mean, here, I'm going to pitch right now yeah. and I'll write it for free at some point crisis on infinite earths I'm in a, multi a multiverse crossover between the cinematic universe and the TV totally universe in. Uh, gotta I'm do totally it in. gotta do it yeah oh, I mean it, to it, it, does. it does actually it does It'd be it, too it cool. looks like the end of that pilot is crisis on infinite earths gotta keep watching um, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not here to spoil Flash I'm not here to spoil Flash um, but uh, you know I, I think it's incredibly cool and of course now I've lost track of the question um, but wait how big uh, oh, the is big the big, yeah. well and basically the truth is it's always worked the same way ever since the very beginning of the show which is we always come up with ideas for characters first yep. you know we never have approached it from hey this is the character in the DC universe we want to play with I mean it really like uh, again just to take the Ray Palmer character originally it was supposed to be Ted Cord um, because we, what we really did was we, we said okay we know we want this character who's like got these qualities X, Y, and Z and that's the way we approach all the characters on the show whether they're recurring or even you know one-off you know, villains. And then we go, first we go looking through the DC encyclopedia and our, our mental inventory, and we say, oh, that character feels kind of right. Yep. And then we go to DC and we say, can we use this character? And sometimes they say yes, and sometimes they say no, and sometimes they say no, but how about this character? Um, and it's a negotiation. There are partners in this, and they've always been incredibly supportive, um, because they know the big picture in terms of which characters are going to be used in which mediums and whatnot. And they also, I think, have to monitor, like, you know, us using Jim Gordon in Arrow when yep. Jim Gordon's on Gotham, you know. Is that Jeff who, tell, who you go to with that conversation? Or um, is it, like, Diane? It's, or? it's uh, there's three executives at DC Entertainment who we deal with on a daily basis. Jeff, Hornsack, uh, I'm going to completely butcher his name, I apologize, P Pinochet, yep. uh, and Arya Mappa. Uh, and um, it really depends, like, sometimes we'll send out an email to one, sometimes all three, you know, it really depends upon, you know, how busy we are, how busy they are, that sort of thing. I mean, they literally are a two-minute walk from our offices, so we're, we're in very close communication, um, and it just, it's very organic. Um, and, and that's also true for, like, Easter eggs that we put in the show. Like, there's an Easter egg coming up in episode four that might be my new favorite um, that's just a great deal of fun, and, you know, we I shot off an email to Pornsack, and I'm like, I got this idea for an Easter egg, can we do it? And word came back, sure. You know, so it, it's all it's all case by case. More on Arrow season three in just a moment. You know, one of the cool things about uh, Arrow this year is the announcement that was made that Katana is going to be appearing on the show. And here, Mark Guggenheim comments on that. 
Uh, well, you know, th uh, thanks for actually asking the question because I realized as I was talking, uh, I forgot to mention that we've got Katana. Um, and we've already announced that. Um, and we're going to meet her in the flashbacks. Certainly with the potential to see her in the present day. When we meet her in the flashback, she's not yet Katana. Um, but certainly our hope and our expectation is, is that some point in the either the flashback story or the present day story, you will see sort of the full-fledged Katana. We, we know the design we want to use. And um, Devin Aoki is, you know, uh, thank you. We're really excited. She's phenomenal. And it, it just felt totally right. Uh, and she and Carl Yoon, who plays her husband, uh, you know, which is also a character from the comics, uh, they just make a wonderful pairing and, and a lot of fun. And, and it's fun to see them in scenes with Steven uh, in the flashbacks because that's, that's really gold. Another DC superhero is the Adam, Ray Palmer. It's going to be played by Brandon Ralph, who, of course, also played Superman. And he will be appearing in the series this season as well. And, and we've been talking uh, about maybe doing a flashback-oriented episode. I, I don't know... A Odyssey? Uh, well, uh, we're definitely going to do an episode uh, around the middle of the year like we typically do, like the Odyssey, like uh, The Promise, where it's an all... A, a, you know, we flip the proportion. It's mostly flashback as opposed to mostly present day. Um, we'll probably do that centered around Oliver and Hong Kong just because that's our, our pattern. But one thing we've been, you know, one thing we, we did a little bit, we did it once in season one and then we, we had success with that so we kept doing it more and more in season two and we had a lot of success with that and that was to do non-Oliver-centric flashbacks or non-Island, now non-Hong Kong-centric flashbacks uh, and we're going to do more and more of those and certainly Ray is fair game. Um, for sure, we've talked about flashing back to uh, the night of the siege, which was the season finale, and, yeah. and seeing um, you know, seeing those events from a different perspective, and that may include Ray. Nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Mark. guys. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. Very special thank you to Tim Byers for covering this roundtable for me, and also Warner Brothers. Arrow is available on DVD. And please subscribe to Sci-Fi Talk and Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Additionally, you can enroll for a free lifetime membership at Sci-Fi Talk Plus. With early release, exclusive and uncut episodes, just click on the link in the show notes. It's free for a lifetime. This is Tony Tolado.